Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. So what is it? What's the Wailing Wall? I don't know. (laughs) 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 No one knows. I do. Let me... New mics, new us. I have to say, your voice is pre. Your voices are pre crisp right sounds, now. It sounds. Mm. Sounds sounds delicious. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. Uh, I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Ed. Nice. And nice. Uh, this is this is Israel, sponsored by Alpha Guest House. <laughs> Disclaimer: so, We don't have a sponsor. Please, if you are a sponsor, willing to sponsor us. We're, yeah, we're give, here. Give, well, give us your goods. Don't and, and don't judge neither the content nor delivery of this specific episode when judging whether to sponsor us or not, because we're normally not this like this. I don't know. I'm, I'm not preempting anything. Yeah, yeah I feel like I feel like I feel like we've um, we've been sort of skirting around this a lot in a lot of jokes. We have a lot of. A lot of in jokes and um, hold on to your butts. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it's always really awkward, though, isn't it? Because, like, I think everyone has a really on 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 like a, on some level, everyone has a very divisive um, idea of of Israel and what what is happening in Israel and what has happened in Israel. Um, and we just want to talk about fun shit. Yeah, let's yeah. Talk. slash. Let's make, try to you know. Oh, Ed. I'm not saying politics, even though it's the giant elephant in the room. Yeah, let's just talk about food and, and shit. Well, mainly food. Go on, then, Ed. Biscuit, well, biscuit I've watch. Got, oh my god, I'm I'm so stupid. What biscuits have we got? I don't know. And I could tell you so much about Israel if I had my phone in my hand, but I left it in the other room to charge. Me and Tom can discuss while you uh... go on. Go ahead and discuss. <laughs> go on, poodle off. Um. So, as you know, Ed has a very high opinion of certain biscuits. Hey! Um, but he hasn't come come in with any biscuits today. Or any biscuit information. No, but you have come with a beer and I've come with cardboard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, in the last episode, you heard that Ed uh, can open a bottle of beer with anything. So... He's going to try and open this with a piece of cardboard. While I feel, I feel like I feel like there needs to be some sort of, um, you know, when um, when you watch magic because this this is akin to magic. Um, mm. I feel like I feel like Ed needs to to sort of show to us, demonstrate to us that this is in fact real cardboard. Oh yeah, not trick, is... not trick cardboard. How do you even prove this is cardboard? Like it's fake cardboard. <laughs> Magic. I'm satisfied. So I'm I'm just folding it. See, there's no, I'm not hiding anything hard in it. This is just cardboard. And now I'm gonna fail. I can see it coming. You will because those things are quite hard to open. Fail. We've only got. Oh, he's only got. He's only got four corners left. Oh my oh god! No. This is the. Why did you bring the worst bottle? Bad workman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Guess we have to make it. Ooh, this is gonna be tough. All right, he's doubling up. All right, let's give this a bash. Come on. For Luxembourg, Ed. Oh my god, I'm. <laughs> this is it. For fuck's All right, reinforcements. We need something more structurally sound. If you can't, if you can't do it with this, you're gonna have to use your teeth. Oh, poor Ed. I'm very. Boo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but usually I'm uh, thirsty. <laughs> well, you'll get. I'll open your bottle. Don't you? No, you can start worrying. Actually, <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> I'll get there. So while Ed battles with this bottle, um, I'm going to plead huge ignorance to the history of Israel because I don't know much about it. I purposely didn't research... Oh! Getting there. Saved by a bottle, potentially. I'll get back to Israel. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in ten minutes. Um, I purposely didn't read up on it so we could have... Well, so it would be insightful for me when we have this conversation. You're just lazy. No, no, I researched a bunch of other stuff, um, i.e. wildlife. Um, I learned. Whoa! And it flew across the room. Cheers. Muzzle tough. Muzzle tough. Oh, and I, you know what? I got up to... Oh, no, I did get my phone. He got his phone. <laughs> um... Are you going to regale, you regale us then, Ed? When you kick off, kick us off this week with your your, your top phone facts. Well, um, last week I have to say that I lied to you, to you and to our audience by saying that there's only six, no, how, how many did I say? Six oh, it was like, yeah, yeah, it was some, some pitifully slow, <laughs> low number. Literally completely Thailand? wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely wrong. Uh, I, I fact checked it and I was like, I think it's pretty much 10 times that. Yeah. Um, but I checked two sources for this, one of them being Wikipedia, so it should be fine. 4.5 million tourists visited Israel in 2019. Okay. 4.5. Four so four and a half. I would have thought there'd be more than uh, that. Me too. Me too. Well. But that's why I thought, you know what, with the last episode Who ending so tragically. What, what type of... <clears throat> I I don't know a single person who has gone to Israel for a holiday. I know a few. I who very nearly aside did. Aside from Josh, who went on a oh, okay. on a birth, my, my friend Josh, who went on a birthright trip, um, I don't know anyone. No. Why did you almost go on holiday? We almost went there with work. Yeah, because yeah. there's some interesting shit there. Got some cool deserts. Got some cool mountains. Yeah, there are. That's where G- Jesus is from. Yeah. There's 67 national parks and 190 nature reserves. And it's also the biggest um, thoroughfare for bird migration in the world. That's I, one of my facts. I, so I, over I one billion heard, birds. I heard this This, this is Because this they afternoon. all migrate there, yeah. Mm. It's bang in the middle. Yeah. Bang in the middle. Fact the... number seven of 15 facts you should find out about Israel. Number seven. Over one billion birds pass through this country. Do they make a do they make a bird poo joke in your video? They made no. they made one in the one I watched. I was watching it at double <laughs> speed so I didn't catch any gags. <laughs> <laughs> Which video did you watch then? Was it the same channel you always watch? 
yeah, well, I was telling. In fact, I was telling Kev before we started recording that um, it, it, I, I watched a few. Uh, one of them was was this one. Um, I think it's called Alux. I really recommend that you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I really. I got it. As you were, I'll just. Me- is, am I the middle one? Uh, yeah, yeah. I really, um, yeah. I really re- recommend that you watch this channel called uh, called Alux. Um, <laughs> I can barely see you. <laughs> it's basically, um, so it's sort of. Should we just have a break? Yeah, maybe. Maybe we we'll pause it. Do, do you remember what were we uh, talking uh, about? Birds, birds. I think. And yeah. Oh no, we were. Something. We were talking oh, no, about Alux. So, oh. so. Alux is uh, the uh, the the YouTube channel for the aspiring uh, young millionaires slash billionaires, um, and uh, I slash billionaires. <laughs> Megalodon. <laughs> uh, um, and uh, I, I assume they're weekly. They've probably got hundreds of whatever subscribers, um, but they give an overview of a country, and and in, I'm really lazy when I type my search things, I'm a bit of a granddad as well. So I'll type like Israel facts and then see what YouTube gives me. Uh, and it's don't all even type like top 10. It's just facts about Israel. Well, yeah. that's what you want really. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and I always accident, I accidentally click on their videos because they're always like, pushed up to the algorithm. Um, and I was listening to it today and you know, you know, like watch mojo. has yeah. that really annoying woman. Yeah. Watchmojo.com. Yeah. yeah. So imagine like her, but I don't know, more vacuous um, and a little bit sluttier. Um, That's how you want your facts, though. I do vacant like. Vacant and slutty. I do like my vacant slutty facts. Um, and she was she she was talking about Israel, and she got the name of the capital wrong. So I stopped. And that. Was, how did she get it wrong? Well, she said the wrong city. What's the capital? Pretty sure it's Jerusalem, but it might be Tel Aviv. It is Jerusalem. Mm. Ding, 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 ding. Didn't the American embassy move from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem yeah, basi- like two years ago? Yeah, that ba- like an basically all embassies are in Tel Aviv because Jerusalem's not really allowed to be the capital city because it's like an interna- like it should be yeah, like an internationally international, yeah. designated city. Um, then America did it because... Uh, Trump. Trump. Trump don't give a fuck. And I really don't care about your opinion. And, um, yeah, that's it. So I stopped watching them. I started listening to Geography Now, who basically do what we do, but far more polished and better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, They're pretty good. Their, their video about Luxembourg isn't too bad. Well, speaking of Luxembourg, I sent you a message about it. What are your big thoughts on the big lu- news story straight out of Luxembourg? Well, big news story. This is probably going to come out in, like, what, two, three months? We've got a new national day. <laughs> <laughs> also, Whoa! also, you're saying you're saying as if there's going to be other news coming out of Luxembourg. Okay, maybe, yeah, you got one, maybe not. But what you're referring to is, uh, I suppose, uh, Xavier Butel, the prime minister, has just been found guilty his, of plagiarism. His entire academic life is a lie, as is your country. <laughs> in- well, I wouldn't exactly put it into very strong words right there. Well, you've said guilty of plagiarism. You've said bad things about Wales, so I feel it's only fair. Actually, <laughs> fair in, enough, in yeah. fairness, I I got I got accused of plagiarism in university. Was it just accused, or were you guilty? Um, I was just accused. I went to tribunal, um, but then I'm you not. You your tribunals. But then, 
I'm not running a, a small country in Europe, am I? <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. I mean, what he did is completely wrong and should have some repercussions. So, will you... Did he just get Michelle Obama's speech and and redo it like uh, Melania did? Did you see that? No. She did, like, a first lady speech and basically just copied and pasted... Oh, my God. Uh, Michelle Obama's. What What was he plagiarising? It was his... It was his doctoral thesis, yeah. wasn't it? It, was like, it, was like... uh, it might not be doctoral. It might be his master's. He's not even got a PhD. I, I don't know. No, it's, it's in law uh, and international law, European law, and I'm pretty sure he literally copy-pasted the European Court of Justice website or something like that. Strong. Brilliant. Yeah, apparently, like, two pages of, like, 96 were... I think it's two, maybe four. Didn't have any plagiarism, and that was, like, the first page and the last page. It's quite bad, yeah. So, Plagiarism sandwich right there. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't taste too good, though. No, well, like the rest of the food in Luxembourg. Don't taste it. Don't. <laughs> don't. How do you say it? Don't. Until you try it. Don't knock it till you try it? Yeah, there you go. Well, given that, given that, I'm going to segue beautifully into an Israel fact now. Given that both me and Kev are vegans, as is 5% of the Israeli population, highest in the world per That's capita. That's pretty impressive. Um, we won't be having any of your disgusting pork and beans anytime <laughs> soon. Well, it's because they've got plenty of good stuff there. That's hummus. Yeah. <laughs> that is possibly the best shit on earth. I feel I hummus. That's good. I feel, but then I feel there's a few things I need to ask you. How do you spell it? Is it two M's? Yeah. I That's how I spell it. Definitely right. two M's, but do you spell it O U M M or no, just only, U? Only the middle classes spell it with O U. Is it? I, spell I, it I H, don't know. Like, I, I spell it H U M U S. Yeah, that's what I, I do. Spell but it H O U M M O U S S. No, no, you're taking it. But then, but then I feel like, well, actually, it's not fair because every every single distinction we're going to make, a lot of the distinctions are going to be. Oh, is it an Israeli food? And I'm like, well, is it an Israeli food? I don't know. Is it Israeli? <laughs> is it Palestinian? Because like, loads of people make hummus. It's not like a. I mean, it, it's just a food from the area. Yeah, it's a food from it's the area. Chickpeas. They just make it pretty well there, I suppose. I mean, it exists in Lebanon. It exists everywhere. But who does it best? I don't know. I've only been to Lebanon. I mean, I've had Lebanese hummus in a Lebanese restaurant, and it was the best hummus I've ever had. Or even better than that Sabra stuff. Sabra. That stuff you get from the supermarket. That's yeah, <laughs> better than that. Even the green, that. the green lid. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the bomb. I've uh, got a few, few foods that they have there. Um, I have heard of lax. Lax. What's that? Salmon. Isn't that that's that, that's yeah, just that's, like a, like a New York New York oh, thing? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. No, what I've written down. I mean, hummus, obviously, falafel, but that's pretty much around the Middle East. Shavarma, which is basically Shavarma. like a kebab. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how Fa- you... Fairly sure that's not Israeli. But... Well, it exists there, apparently. It's top... Yeah, but so, I, does, I, so does pizza, mate. Like... I just read an article that said top 10. I know that I've got precedent of having bad facts. Especially your food facts. Jesus. <laughs> but I just read best food to get in Israel or something like that. And that was part of it. And then for breakfast... Shakshuka. Shakshuka, that sounds Shuka. familiar. Which eggs. is eggs and tomato yeah, sauce. Poached no? egg in rich to- rich tomato chili and garlic sauce. That sounds good. I'm hungry. Yeah. That sounds really good. That sounds pretty good. 
It must be a, it must be a really interesting mix of food because um, I know especially for the like the Israeli Jewish community it's like mixed between because it's because it's like a country formed out of a diaspora, isn't it? Like yeah. you got sort of I don't know I don't know the names of all of the different like types of 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 Jewish migrants who came here because they were like you know like Ashkenazi Jews are from like. Eastern Europe and Russia, and then Sephardic. I'm really terrible. I don't. I don't know. You already know more than me. Yeah. Yeah. But but in effect, you have. Admittedly, no one goes to Eastern Europe for the cuisine, so discount them straight away. But I mean, sort of people who've migrated from North Africa, or uh, you know, who were people who were expelled by the Moors from like Spain, being like lots of Spanish influencey stuff. So the food is probably great. I know they have some really cool sandwiches. I think it's one called Sabit, which is like chip sandwich but like turned up to 50 out, out of 10 mm. um but yeah i know this is one thing that i think this is like back and forth between israel and lebanon about either who invented hummus or who invented falafel it's probably hummus because i think the world they always have like competing world records for who makes the biggest part of hummus really? and i think i think it's it's like it's it's sort of gone towards the bizarre like not bizarre in terms of quantities like a big tub of hummus is like twenty liters, but they're they're making like two or three metric tons of hummus <laughs> at a time. It's a bit like that. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. I'm pretty sure it's um, it's an island close to Greenland, where every every couple of years the Canadians go there and plant their flags, and then every couple of years the Danish go there and plant their flags. It's it's actually it's actually not flags. I know I know about this island, and I think. The de- the Canadians go there and they put a bottle of Canadian whiskey. Oh. And then the Danes go there and they take the whiskey and they put a bottle of um, Aquavit, like the the Danish spirit. See, that's quite petty as well, isn't it? It's petty but nice. It's, yeah, petty's like poisoning someone. Like, that's 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 what I was going for. That's my that's my barometer of pettiness. Yeah. Um, I use the Russian measuring system. <laughs> do you do the same for alcohol as well? How dare you? How dare you, Ed? Um, no, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to go into my into my <laughs> sordid alcoholic past just yet. We'll wait till we get to a, a more depressive episode. Mm. Okay. Do you want something else? I do. Yeah. Um, there's a couple that I can remember off the top of the dome while we're here. I think they're the third voted globally the third most attractive nation in the world both men and women oh as in people yes attractive. who's one and two i don't know <laughs> he's asking the right questions right here. yeah um who votes for it the globe the globe uh, the globe yeah. yeah i personally didn't i wasn't aware of this part. well it's not very democratic well, you personally didn't ed but now's your chance so top three. Last last week we did top. Top. What was it? Top. Like, ge- Olympics. Genocide Olympics was last week. Now was we, that last week or a couple of weeks ago. And now we're gonna do Ed's most beautiful nations. Um, don't try and be quirky. Don't don't be like mm, Tunisia. No. <laughs> I'm sure there are well, beautiful Tunisians. I've got to say Ukraine first, because whatever. Okay. Um, men and women we're talking about now oh <laughs> yeah oh. <laughs> <That's Ukrainian laughs> <men>. <laughs> Italy probably up there um, 
um, some Latin American country. Although, yeah, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Italy and Spain would be up there, I think. Do you know what, Ed? You are being... I know what you're doing, Ed. I know what you want to say, but you're embarrassed to say it because you are you are you are using your skin colour to hide any shame. You're like, oh, I need to be safe. When in reality, you're like, hentai, hentai, hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No, not goblin at all. ladies, goblin ladies, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I'd say, and just because it's more my type, anyway. So that's more your type. What, Ukrainian men? <laughs> no, not the men part of that, personally. Okay. What would you say, then? Um, Please don't say Russia. No, no. It, well, it's, 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 a bit, it's a bit contrived, isn't it? It's a bit Russia? vague as well. It is very vague. Yeah, true. Um, probably... I mean, the, no- the Scandinavian countries are known to be... Yeah, but it well. depends what you're They're into. They're probably one of the top. T- depends what you're into. I, I've got to be honest. Like Colombians, yeah, generally all quite beautiful. Venezuelans, Venezuelans are like the yeah. the hottest people in South America. That's like yeah. the Brazilians probably. I didn't even think about that. They they're known to be like a couple. Oh, they're gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. Well, I think any Latin American country really, but I think. Among the Latin American countries, Venezuelans and Colombians are seen as I don't think the I, hot ones. I've seen enough, like even in. Oh, I think I've seen like two Venezuelan people. Oh no, we went to we, we, we remember we went to that that accidental um, anti-Chavez protest in Lima <laughs> together. Do you remember this? <laughs> I think it was just after we went swimming with sea lions. We were walking through this part <laughs> of <day>. Lima, <laughs> and and some some woman was like, "Do you want to sign this petition against like Chavez or?" But it would have been Maduro. And uh, we were just like, fuck off now. And then, and then I, gave, I gave her a lesson on socialism. In I my... remember dancing with a Venezuelan lady. Do you remember in the street? I there was that street this. performance. I don't remember this. You've got very different memories. Are you sure you were together there? I def- yeah, I def- it was just I wasn't, after I, I wasn't... left you for the date. It was. It was Con Elbow, yeah. No, it was Seen Elbow. No, it was Con Elbow. Well, there we are. Yeah. Like, no, no, because it was just after I saw you guys. I'm sure it was after we'd gone gone swimming. No, it was Con lines. Elbow, I'm pretty sure. And there was that street performance thing. And it was a bunch of guys dancing, and then they got a girl up and she was twerking on people. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Diff- I've, I've, that, that was in the evening in the centre. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was hilarious. Yeah, it was. But there was a separate time earlier that day. Right. Okay. Um, what a day you had. I, f- I feel like I feel like we're digressing massively. So Tom's but, talking about socialism. I was talking about a Venezuelan <laughs> lady twerking on me. That was so funny. You got and called, that's you got all called so out. far from Israel. Um, I know. Anyway, we'll segue straight back into that. We will yeah, get yeah. back. To, probably after that. Um, I don't know. I do have a thing for. Uh, oh no! I shouldn't have said it like that. That sounds really dodgy. <laughs> Um, You're talking about your penis. Oh, it is dodgy. I've got a penis for this entire nation. I don't know. I guess I, I guess I like sort of Central Asian looks a little bit, and I don't know. I don't really have a preference for anything else. Fair. So, yeah, I, I stopped myself from saying something terrible. Then Inuits. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, I I don't know. I I don't really I don't really ascribe like 
levels of attractiveness to well why did you make me do it then because it's fun because it's fun (laughs) and this is what we're gonna do um otherwise it's not fair uh Top three. Romanians, both men and women, are both very, very good. I would very not have thought Romania, but that's a pretty good choice. That's a yeah. solid choice. Yeah. Um, it's harder than you think. It's very hard, yeah. Just because people are beautiful everywhere. Shut up, Ed. Shut up, bro. <laughs> Nerd. Uh, Norwegian and... people are very beautiful. Um, I sometimes find they're a little bit plate facey, though. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Norwegian, no, uh, Norwegia. Uh, Norway episode coming soon. <laughs> Sponsored by <laughs> plates. <laughs> Sponsored by Le Cousset. <laughs> um, I don't know. Don't know. Fair. Let's put Israel Italian. there then. And actually, Israel. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fair. I do want to know who the first, no, which countries are top two. Probably yeah. one Scandinavian feel, country. I feel like Latin I feel American like the, country. Like the Netherlands always gets picked. Really? Mm. Yeah. I had a Dutch friend when I was living in Nottingham, and um, she she moved to the UK to do a master's for a, for a year. And I remember, I think one time we might have been in Greg's or in a bar next to Greg's. She just she just turned to me and was like, "Shatam." Uh, how come everyone's so fucking ugly in this country? <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. Um, the accent was spot on there. Thank you. Um, and yeah, and I, was, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know, we're not all ugly. It's like, yeah, hideous. <laughs> like, Pretty ugly country in general. I think we are an ugly country. Yeah. Um, all just like pug-faced and depressed. Pale. The lack of sun does. Uh, to be fair, they don't have much sun in... Well, no, actually, they do in Norway, for example, in the summer. Not in the winter, winter, but in the summer. Have none. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of good average. You know who has a lot of sun? Oh, yeah. These guys in the desert. Wherever this kind this picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, this episode is uh, the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it is actually a national park in, in Israel. I just don't know which one. Okay. I didn't, I didn't realize that Israel was quite as. Like geographically diverse as I thought mm. it was, I don't know what I was assuming. And it's what did you? Small as what well. did you think it was like then? I thought it was just sort of scrubland, like brush. Yeah. You know, I th- thought it was all like that. And the what's the place in Jordan? Petra. Petra. I thought it was basically all scrubland and Petra. That's before I looked into Israel. Yeah, same. Like it'd be like a bit of dust. Maybe the odd bush, sometimes burning. That's a biblical reference. A manger. A manger. Yeah. Uh, a, the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Some uh, guys on on horses or camels, like the three kings. Oh, yeah, selling selling joysticks. Yeah. <laughs> Layabouts. <laughs> uh, yeah, but apparently not. It's got it's got it it's got it all. Well, not it's not got like s- snow resorts, but well, maybe it does well. have snow resorts. That's uh, um, the Dead Sea. It's very blue. Mm. Very it looks faulty. like a really... Sh- I mean, that's probably highly edited. I mean, look at those mountains. They're pink. Yeah. Looks like your jumper. It does. Uh, also, those hotels... They look like a mountain, Ed. Mountain of a man. With his <laughs> tiny baby arms. Those, um... <laughs> those, those hotels look terrible. They do. Um, look awful. I didn't realise. Obviously, it's the lowest, the lowest point in the world. Not the lowest point in the world. Lowest 
body of water in the world at like something like 400, 430 meters below sea level. Mm. But the Sea of Galilee, famous sea where, I don't know, Jesus did some fish shit, um, that's the lowest freshwater lake in the world. Is it? Yeah. Don't know how low it is. I was about to say something very stupid. Go on then. And just because I think it'll be amusing, I'll say, I was like, is this not freshwater? No. It's, it's not. <laughs> Can you see the salt there? Yeah. That's why I wasn't gonna say it's it just, because it's I realised salty I, fresh water. Yeah, okay. That's all it well, is. if you look at it that way, yeah, yeah it's fresh water. So, yeah. Um. So tell me, who's Jesus? Who is he to me? Or <laughs> yeah. One thing I did find out was thirty percent of the population are gay. Really? Yeah. So it's it's quite um. It's whoa! Are you saying like one in three? People are gay. Basically. Three and ten. Yeah. Thirty three <laughs> bit <laughs> thirty out of a hundred people, I'd say. Thirty three that's fascinating. I know it's yeah. also one of the one of the most atheist countries in the world. What? Considering it's the birthplace of so many religions. They're sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I it's was not expecting that. that isn't it? Fair enough. I was expecting France to be more atheist than Israel. Nah, France got loads of old Catholics, you know what they're like. There's loads of them. <laughs> Love Jesus. Fair enough. Yeah, and I, and I yeah, said thirty percent of the population, that's and really they have one of the world's biggest uh, pride parties in the world as well. The world's biggest parties in the world. Yeah. Oh, fair. Yeah. Go Israel. Go Israel. I know. I know Israel's got loads of like amazing tech startups. And it's like the second. Yeah. It's like the second most valuable tech startup location after Silicon Valley. Isn't Isn't it? It's mental. They call it the startup nation. Well, yeah. the only reason I know that is because this might not be a secret to both of you, but I like professional cycling as a sport. And there's one team that, that one famous cyclist moved to called Israel Startup Nation. Yeah. I boycotted that team. <laughs> so is and it I, just is it sponsored by the state as a I don't know. advert for the startup like environment? I I wish I could tell you. Um You boycotted it properly then. Yeah, you don't even know it's about. And and to be honest, there's a lot of I I really dis I'm going on a tangent, but I really dislike governments getting involved in sports like sport at like a level like, like Astana the t- the cycling team. Yeah, like, like like Astana. Um, you know, as I corrected your pronunciation, yeah, no, in, in, I a really, in a really yeah. sort of passive aggressive way, <laughs> or like how the Saudis are taking over Newcastle. Like I find that really sad. Um, yeah. Or how like Ka- Ka- Cardiff Scott visits Malaysia. The, the Cardiff City visits Malaysia on the shirt, I think. It does, yeah. But fuck Cardiff City FC because I'm the Swans. Mate, the Soul Crew are gonna be up. It <laughs> will be. Um, bring it on because uh, because Swansea is the superior. Doesn't Swansea have like a an Asian um, like government thing as well? No, no. I thought it was like not not desirable enough. Um, Oddly enough, I oh no, this isn't. It was going to be a story about not about Israel, but about about a really a really hilarious interaction I had with um, a, a landlord in London. Um, but I just realised it's probably highly inappropriate. Is he from Israel? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Um, he was actually. Oh, I had lots of weird stories from this guy. He used to be a diamond cutter, and then he. Okay. And he was showing us a flat. And he was like, oh, I used to cut diamonds in Switzerland. Um, 
and and apparently one of the like he drilled incorrectly and like a like a forty thousand pound diamond just shattered (laughs) so he lost his job and now he sells houses in north london um to students yeah man his name was manny nice guy um there's a whole other story around that which i don't think sponsored by manny's diamonds yeah what he's up to now anyway that's massive aside so um been skirting around the topics well yeah. today but yeah there's there's been a lot of skirting so um what can you tell me about this place is that the wailing wall yeah why are there chairs out I don't know. lazy because you're supposed to stand there aren't you so well you're not going to be using a chair so what's it what, what is the wailing wall is it like the last one of the last surviving walls of the temple i'm looking at you ed because you've you've got a phone and have notes I'm not asking. Uh, I'm not saying Google. I don't have train notes about with targets the, the walls with harpoons. <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm just, nice. I just know it's loads of Japanese to... tourists there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like supposed to touch it to put notes the... in it, right? What? We are so unprepared for this, aren't we? Is that true? I have yeah, no like clue. millions of notes get stuffed into the in between the bricks. I didn't know that. So yeah. does that make the the wall stronger or weaker? I don't know. Well, I put a piece of paper underneath this mic stand and it made it stronger. So I imagine when it rains, it sort of... It's like into a paper mache. Yeah. yeah, it sort of adds to the structural... Fun fact, that entire wall is actually paper mache. <laughs> nice. Even that bit, like... Right up here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um. So, what is it? What's the wailing wall? I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly I, no one knows. I do. Let, let me Google. See I, what. I, I, it's like one of the most famous things in. I know. In I've, Israel, I, I know what it is. I know it's a wall. I know people. I know people go there and pray. It's also called a Western wall. Maybe it's part of. I. I think it's got something to do with the first temple. As it. There's the no. Ni- oh, okay. Wailing Wall, as it's known in the West, or Western Wall. As it's known in the Whale. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And in Islam, it's known as the Barak Wall. Uh, Ancient limestone wall in the old city of Jerusalem. Relatively small segment of a far longer ancient retaining wall, also known as the Western Wall in its entirety. Uh, It was originally erected as part of the expansion of the Second Jewish Temple. Um... What it's famous about the paper mache. I don't think it was 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 saying. Didn't it say part of the second Jewish temple? Yeah. Surely that's. Well, I wonder why people. This is a very long article. I can't. History. No, that's too long. (laughs) Why don't you just Google what's so good about the Wailing Wall? It's important for you know the Jewish people, the um, Muslim people, and the Christians as well. So. But the wall is. Yeah. What's important <laughs> about <Wow>. the... <laughs> if this goes bad, it's his fault. So there's that wall. Then there's another big wall. Okay, so the Western's <laughs> yes, wall... Right? No, it was part of the big wall. And it's probably uh... the only bit that's left. So the Western Wall's holiness in Judaism is a result of its proximity to the Temple Mount. But Temple Temple Mount is also where the... 
the Temple Mosque. No. Because of the Temple Mount entry restrictions, the wall is the holiest place where Jews are permitted to pray. Ah. So So why is everyone wailing? That's how you pray. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, most of our listeners probably know more about this wall than we do. (laughs) (laughs) So who can tell me about the birth of Israel? Um, Why it exists. I'm glad you asked him. <laughs> I feel like we're not going to get There's into... A, let's, let's get that elephant. Uh, I feel like we're not going to get into super dicey stuff. So from, from what I understand from my, my cursory listening to videos is um, there's a difference between Israel, the kingdom of Israel, historically, the people of Judea, who are the chosen people, the Jews, and... Um, the territory that is known as Palestine. I don't really know when Palestine started being used as a word, but in essence, thousands of years ago, a lot of people, groups in that area, of that people group, the Jews were one, the the, the Judeo groups, um, lived there for a long time. Lots of other empires came and went, Romans, Greeks, I don't know, some like caliphate, Muslimy stuff, when Muhammad started kicking, kicking shit off in the 600s, you know? Um, <laughs> So there's always been loads of mixing in that area. And because, like, the nation-state is a relatively new-ish thing, like four, five hundred years of having nation-states, then what is now sort of Israel and Palestine was always part of another empire. So up until the end of the First World War, it was part of the Ottoman Empire, which is the you know, the Turkish Empire. Um, then after after the Ottomans went sort of lost and fucked off, <laughs> historically speaking... Um, <laughs> It it came under uh, British colonial uh, rule up until sort of like the nineteen forty five like post World War Two settlement. Um, the background to this is like the the Zionist movement, which is a very like touchy subject because people start saying Zionist, the people are like oh you're anti Semite, but no, like Zionist Zionism was just the move to. The Holy to Land. repopulate the Holy Land. It was, it's a political movement based on that. Um, so as Zionism increased in the 1920s, 30s and 40s, obviously in the in the aftermath of the Holocaust, um, the UN, the, I think the UK had something called the Balfour Declaration, which effectively gave back the land or gave it to UN control. And then in 1946, uh, a Jewish... Uh, the Israeli state was set up, um, at which point there was like a not necessarily a tipping point of of uh, Jewish migration to Israel, but enough to constitute them getting some political authority. So that's how the state happened. Mm. Now, you can talk about how it was done, how the UK fucked it up with the Balfour Declaration, how you know hundreds of thousands of people were displaced, like Palestinians were displaced, and how they have no right of return, like refugees. Palestinian refugees have no right of return to the Palestinian territories. Um, but yeah, that's it in a nutshell. Mm. I probably got most of that wrong, so I apologise. I think that was pretty... I mean, obviously I'm no expert, but... Sounds accurate to me. <laughs> from what I've heard before, like, nothing seemed out of... Uh... But it's, it's, it's even more complicated by the fact that, from what I understand, like, between Palestine and Israel, there were boundaries were drawn and then these were sort of based out of out of ceasefires 
from my conflicts. So they're never officially designated as boundaries. They were just lines. They're called the Green Lines. And after the Six-Day War in the 60s, when basically everyone started, all the neighbouring countries tried to like kick the shit out of Israel. And, and it failed and, miserably. And Israel, yeah, smashed them. Stole, took the Golan Heights. I almost said stole. That's not nice. And and the Sinai Peninsula. When they like, gave back that land to Egypt, uh, well, they kept the Golan Heights. But when they gave the land back to Egypt, the Israeli government assumed that a lot of the lines that had been historical ceasefire lines were no longer relevant. So the Palestinians were under the impression that these ceasefire lines were de facto borders. And the Israelis were like, well, no, these are just lines from previous conflicts, which we've now expanded over because we've won everything. Mm. Um, so that's where a lot of the tension has come from. Again, butchering it. So, Do you think because they they were kind of pinned in by surrounding countries that has something to do with the national service? Yeah. So they need, like, they, they feel like they're, you know, it's on their own in the Middle East, really. Yeah. Aside from their like massive military budget, which is yeah, paid for and, by the and US, the, the West, and all <laughs> um, that, but it's it's mad though because my 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 best friend, well, one of my best friends, Josh, uh, his girlfriend's from Israel, and she did military service because they're the only country in the world that do conscription. Is it the only country in the world for both sexes? Is it? Oh, yeah. interesting. Um, and I know someone who evaded it. How? How? They just left. Um, yeah, he he ended up planting and picking daffodils in in the UK instead, down in Cornwall. But yeah, he bailed out on. Fair enough. On that whole How did you meet Omri? Through work. And just the adventurous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And I learned that. So yeah, it's the, he's beautiful. He's a good-looking man. He's very beautiful. I introduced uh, Amanda to him, and she like he left, and she was like, "I think he's got the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen." <laughs> he's a stud. Yeah. So okay. You... So thanks for the whistle stop tour. tour. That was it's, um, really. history in, with Tom. In fairness, from, also for my. You say, "Oh, I don't know anything," and then you basically just gave the entire country's history. Wow, it's a young country, though, right? Was it seventy years? Yeah, yeah. I guess like just over seventy years now. Yeah. She. Um, but then, you know, like, it, it gets more complicated when you talk about, like, Palestine as well, because there's, like, the two parts of Palestine, but even within that, there are, like, areas which are solely under Palestinian control, mm. under Palestinian administrative control, but, but de facto run by Israel, and then that are de facto just run by Israel where all the settlements are happening. Mm -hmm. So, like, at the end of the day, like... You can talk all you want about how Israel started, you know, like how long people have, have a claim to a land, but ultimately, like Palestine is is like Israel is an apartheid state, and the Palestinians are brutally oppressed, regardless of like how they fight. Well, back, the fact how that you they, call it settlements already. Yeah, like what what Israel is doing in the West Bank with settlements is internationally illegal yeah so, and then gaza is something else as well so it's yeah so, so I, I don't i don't prison. i don't want to like paste over the, the like the horrible realities of life mm. for, for the majority of palestinians and that's and that's me mike oh, i don't even have a mic to take off and say <laughs> just 
Yeah. Oh, it vibrates. Oh, I, feel like we, I feel like we've got a stump thing going on here. <laughs> we should close with a stump. Um, would it yeah. be... What? Oh, sorry. No, I was just going <laughs> to say... Stop I talking. Just, <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, you, you're right. And thank you for this segment. That was really good. And uh, it's really hard because this is meant to be a really like, light, fun podcast where we talk but, about... Yeah, travel. we chose... <laughs> on purpose, one of the most awkward yeah, countries to talk about. Yeah, because I wanted about. to make fun of Ed. Yeah. And this is all because a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago, I was just on Twitter because I was bored and just like... <laughs> I remember just... we walked in and you were just like... <laughs> was like, what's up? And you were just like, Israel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just like, I was reading some tweets that I really do not agree with. and What, they were, had... the, what were the tweets? I honestly can't remember. Like it's It was... Probably some very pro-Israel, anti-Palestinian tweets. Probably like that. Completely um, disregarded the fact that Palestinians are having a horrible time. And there were a lot of replies to that. That were all like positive towards towards those tweets. I was just like, oh my god, there's so many people who mm. just have that opinion. Which is, you know, you're entitled to your opinion, but I just don't think you can, uh, like, district like just not see what's going on on both sides because obviously both have it's suffered a lot but even, some even, have suffered slightly more yeah even even questioning it the word anti-semitic comes out very quickly yeah that that's a massive problem yeah because right. it isn't anti-semitism it's showing concern for another country yeah well even if it's, you don't see it as a country like just people mm. like at the end of the day there's people who been born in like basically a prison because they're in Gaza for example and they've literally never been able to go out because there's three walls and the sea and that's all you've got mm. so yeah anyway light stuff light <laughs> stuff I might have a, a one last oh thing. I took I, I, I made a couple of notes as well but I'd be intrigued to find out more about well, A, even more about the Palestine-Israel conflict, but B, more about Jesus. Let's talk Jesus then, you know, the king of the Jews. <laughs> um, Weird, huh? How he just was king of the Jews and then created his own created religion. Another religion. Oh, I don't think he created the religion. I think the people after him created it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Some you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, I have to say, and... This is just because I'm just not interested. Like, in general, religion is not something that interests me at all. So, I've, obviously, I grew up in, you know, a Christian country, had religion, like, you know, classes where you, they teach you what's going on and what happened and stuff. And I never really cared enough to memorize it. So, I actually have horrible knowledge when it comes to, like, uh, all religions. Mm. I, um, I I found out about Emperor Constantine when I was in year seven. Just like, just as religious studies began mm. in my school. Do you know? Do you know about Emperor Constantine? I literally just said I have no knowledge. <laughs> he, him and his and his cronies basically did the New Testament. Oh, okay. Did it, and oh. he was a lunatic and boiled his family alive. Right. I don't think that's Constantine. No? Constantine is the Roman emperor who converted yeah. to Christianity. Yeah. Did he boil people? Yeah. All I know is that he didn't His he like son, I think. Didn't he like say he had a he had a 
a comet went over and he had some vision from God and then that that convinced him to become Christian. I thought he did the New Testament. No, he just converted the whole Roman Empire to Christianity. What? Where did I get that shit from? Then he moved the capital from Rome to Constantinople. Well, I'm full of shit then. Caligula? I don't know. I haven't got a fucking clue. Coagula? Cloaca? (laughs) (laughs) A bird's vagina? It's a... Yeah. It's both sexual and urinary tract. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> there's lots of religions in Israel though, right? Yeah, for sure. All of them. What did you say? Loads of religions in yeah, Israel. Yeah, pretty much all of them. I'd Maybe no, not, no Hindus. I don't know. There are there, there are some Hindus in... I mean, I suppose there well, are Hindus like, everywhere. There are Hindus but, everywhere, yeah. Yeah, same thing. Um, but, but what's the percentage then? Do you know? Any, <laughs> you probably don't. That's I really. I, do you know what? I feel like this was type of fact that was on the several of the videos I, I watched in preparation for this, but I've forgotten them all. I guess it's like I'm just going to throw a number out. Thirty-three percent of Christians. What so do you think? yeah, so so, so, so what you're saying? You got one third gay, <laughs> one one third Christian, <laughs> and then what? One third one third must be must be Jewish. Yeah. I feel like we've solved that one. Um, Work done. See you next week on the the Routing Around podcast. So I've got a couple of bits here. Uh, Food that we didn't mention. One is Bamba. What's what's Bamba? Bamba. Have you tried Bamba before? Uh, I'm aware of the word Bamba Clart. Bamba. No, what is that? Bamba is, imagine a peanut flavoured what's it. Interesting. I feel like I've had this in... You get... Giant bags. In I the thought I've, I've had those in like Czech Republic. Yeah, but they've got they invented Bamba basically, which is like Bamba's uh, like crack. It really is like crack. But uh, it was invented to um, to ease people's peanut allergies, to like microdose to get rid of the allergy. That's very interesting. Yeah. Does so, it work? I suppose yeah, I suppose oh, I suppose know. that's the next question. Does does Israel have a significantly lower incidence of peanut allergy than any other country? I've got a fun story about peanut allergy that has nothing has to do with travelling but nothing with Israel. Should I hit Check. us because we've Check. run out of stuff to talk about? <laughs> um so when me and two mates, so Sam and Isaac, were driving uh, from the UK to Mongolia, we stopped at my parents' house. Uh, in Luxembourg, and Isaac is ran out ran out of pork and beans. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and Isaac's allergic to to nuts in general. I think not just peanuts. And <laughs> what about what about these nuts? <laughs> <laughs> not sure. You'll have to ask him. Um, and my dad made tiramisu, and then with tiramisu, you left with like egg white. So he always makes mousse au chocolat as well. Naturally. Chocolate mousse. <laughs> I don't know why. Mousse chocolat. Funny because you're speaking not English. Mousse au chocolat. Mousse au chocolat. Anyway, um, and you made both. And uh, Isaac had some tiramisu. My dad's tiramisu is really, really good. And he loved it. So he had quite a lot of it. And um, obviously a bit of mousse as well. And in the evening, we went out and he was like, oh, I'm not feeling too good. So... Obviously, he's, he doesn't have like really bad allergies, so it's, it's fine. Um, he was just feeling like shit, basically. And obviously, we told my dad, we were like, uh, what do you think would have had nuts? And he was like, I don't think anything had nuts, but 
I guess a tiramisu, just don't have any of that. So we all had more tiramisu and he had more mousse and he felt shit again. And uh, we were like, what? And then we looked at the ingredients on the chocolate and it just said it could contain nuts. So my dad could have killed him. And we would have kind of assisted by saying, oh, just have all the mousse then instead. We'll have the delicious stuff and then you have the murder. <laughs> so, How, yeah. What type of position would you have been in um, uh, jurisdictionally in, in, in Luxembourg? Uh, an awkward one, definitely. Um, as awkward as... Le awkward. As awkward as uh, le plagiarisme? <laughs> uh, I would probably, if I had had a job at the time, probably would have lost it. So clearly not. They have sent you to the uh, the mining colonies on the moon. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I would have been in... Well, it would have kind of ruined the trip after like four days out of like 40, which is a shame. Oh, it's the fact though, man. It's, you know, you got to... You know, they say never leave a weak man behind, but... They clearly you, would. You probably should. <laughs> he was a weakling then. Yeah. Anyway, if you have anything else to say about Israel. Uh, I do. Perfect. Um, Israel is one of the only nations in the world that entered the 21st centuries with more trees than it did 100 years ago. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. Mm. I know they're they're very, <laughs> all things considered, they're very progressive. Yeah, it's yeah. a really cool country. They've got loads going for themselves. Yeah. They just need to sort out that, that whole... That other little, yeah, bit. That whole, that that other little bit going on. I think, I mean, as the world becomes more global and the younger generations get to an age where they can do shit i think it will change i think yeah. i think that is happening a lot isn't it like you just gotta hope that it happens as well on the Palestinian side which is not a guarantee because their whole generation all of them is being like trapped so it depends it depends how you're taught isn't it you know um, yeah but that's the whole thing <laughs> well on on that cheerful note uh, a couple more just very quick, quick environmental fact. facts 85 percent of households in israel use solar energy and the what? world's highest solar tower was built in Israel's Negev Desert. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Makes a lot of sense, but that's really Israel good. also recycles 86% of its water. Yeah, they... they reusing a large amount of it in agriculture. They invented a really a really sort of revolutionary way of of irrigation where mm. they water the roots directly and it like saves like 80% of... And they're really good at um, taking salt water and turning it into... Yes. Normal water. De that, desal yeah. Desalinating. I think the phrase, yeah. the phrase, the word, the f physics, science. Well, that's because that's because the baby Jesus did that with wine first. So, yeah, it's it's in there. It's in their nature. Yeah. Um, Who makes the little um, Jesus crackers? Did, uh, he, did he make that? Uh, no, the Pope makes those. Ah, okay. His, that's what he does with his time. In his Pope oven. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not actually an oven. It's more of a small, a really small waffle iron. <laughs> And uh, he has a pet, <laughs> and he turns it. This thing. Um, uh, no more environmental facts there. They're um, pretty good though. There is another one. Israel is home to more than thirty thousand archaeological sites, maintaining the highest amount per land ratio mm -hmm. of archaeological sites in the world. It's got loads of UNESCO sites as well, doesn't mm -hmm. it? It's amazing. That's why I was going to go on holiday there. Oh, it's a beautiful place to go, I'm sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it looks stunning. Um, we we did look at doing a rally there. We got invited out because they've got their own little banger rally, like the Mongol rally out in somewhere in Israel. But you can, It's. I didn't realise how small it actually was. Like you can drive oh, across it. And definitely bigger than Luxembourg. Everywhere's bigger <laughs> than Luxembourg. No, Liechtenstein isn't. 
the Pope's waffles are bigger than... Well, the Vatican isn't, so I highly doubt that. Um, yeah. Where are we going next week? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's give contentious land masses a break for a while. Okay. Sudan. Uh, uh, mate, I'll do... S- oh. <laughs> We've know. not done anywhere in mainland we have, Africa. We haven't really. done anywhere in Africa, yeah. have we? Um, Even, like, not mainland Africa, like Madagascar. Ooh. Bonjour. Bonjour. Do they speak French? Yeah, yeah, boy. Find out more next week. Brought to you by the Alpha Guest House. And Pope Waffles. <laughs> See you next week. See you next week. Ta-da. And once again, it's time for the fact-checking Falcon. Coco! As usual, we speculated a lot in this episode, so I'm here to check our facts. Coco! We discussed the percentages of religions in Israel. 80% of Israelis are Jewish, 14% are Muslim, 2% are Christian, and another 2% are Druze. While Israel was awarded the most beautiful nation by Travel Digests in 2012, more recently Ukraine has come in at number one. And despite being chiseled by the gods themselves, Israel hasn't even hit the top ten. So the hummus competition isn't any normal competition. So it's been called the hummus war and it's been between Lebanon and Israel. It went back and forth for a couple of years, but Lebanon finally came out on top in 2010 after creating an 11-ton dish of hummus. And that's it for the fact-checking falcon. Caw-caw!